Hello, we're pretending to be wizards, and welcome to our special Session Zero podcast. Uh, this podcast is a little different, um, because we're giving Carter some time to be a good student and all that shit. So, if you guys are interested in how we set up uh, our Session Zeros a little bit, or if you're interested in sort of doing prep for your own game, um, this is sort of how we go about it. Yeah, we goof off and we get through it kind of slow, but that's sort of just how we do, but... This is a little bit more for people who want to see how to set up their own game if they like. But anyways, enjoy! Hello! Thank you for joining us. Uh, We are pretending to be wizards. I am your friendly neighborhood DM, Kayla. And join me is... Sid! Carter! Hayden! Alright! Special guest, Hayden. Special guest, Hayden, who will be sticking around with us throughout the entirety of my campaign. Wow. This is Um, your one special day, but after that, you just like the rest of us. Oh. Dang. Um, Hey, we're all special here. (laughs) Isn't that just another way of saying that nobody's special? Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have no defense of it, just no. Well... So, um, in this uh, in this podcast, it'll probably be a little bit shorter than our normal podcast sessions. Um, this is uh, session zero of our upcoming campaign, and um, so we're pretending to be tiny. We're pretending to be pu- we're pretending to be tiny in this campaign. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, so, um, this campaign's gonna, or this session's gonna be a lot of me talking, so, oh boy. Talking, <laughs> talking in mechanics. Talking yeah. in mechanics. So, um, uh, in this session zero, we'll be going over, um, rules, how we build characters, um, and then, um, what to expect, um, in the upcoming... When you're expecting. Month. Not that. Um. <laughs> well, no, there's gonna be some. There's gonna be some vomiting in the mornings. <laughs> um, also, we're gonna roll some numbers. Wow. Keep some Most Gatorade important. and pickles on hands. Yep. Hand. Oh, keep your pickles in your hands. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. And Gatorade okay. in the other hands. Yeah. Just keep a little crossbody full of pickles and Gatorade. <laughs> a little pickle raid slurry. A, ban- a bandolier of. Oh my pickles. Goodness. A lot of people won't tell you this, but uh, camelbacks are actually for pickle Gatorade slurries. <laughs> That's the most disgusting phrase I think I've ever heard. <laughs> you, you are welcome. That's a real bad one. And we just, on we just started. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's okay. So Dungeons um, and Dragons. Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Um, so tiny adventures in Baldur's Gate. Um, well, in the Feywilds near Baldur's Gate. Um. Uh, so, when it comes to playing our fun little game, um, what I expect is that we are all learning, and um, some of us are newer than others. Some of us don't know what we're doing at all. It's Raise your hand. It's me. <laughs> Just kidding. It's me. I've never homebrewed something before, so this will be great. Well, I've never played a round of D&D before, so at least <laughs> we're together in our ministrations. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we're all learning, um, so do not make any players or DMs feel lesser than, because reasons. Um, when it comes to role-playing, I will not force you to role-play. I would like for you to role-play, as that would be more exciting for our game, for our listeners. Um, and uh, just overall, in general, makes it a little bit more fun. Um, 
make sure that you uh, continually respect everyone. We are, in fact, friends. Um, so, you know, just keep that in mind. Um, uh, make sure that you do your homework about your characters. Um, uh, if it comes to a point where, you know, you have questions and stuff like that, feel free to ask. Um, but uh, because, you know, it is a lengthy set of things that we're going to be doing, um, we would like to be able to say, like, okay, it's fine to have questions, but um, save them for breaks or something like that if you don't understand the mechanics of something, um, or ask us before uh, the campaign starts. Or not a campaign, but a session starts for the day. Um, I will follow rules to the best of my ability. However, this is, in fact, a homebrew campaign, so some of the rules I'll be making up as we go along. Um, so make sure that you know the rules. Have the player's handbook on hand, um, which we always do. Um, when in doubt, just put the word tiny in front of another rule. Exactly. We're going to move some tiny speed, and then I'm going <laughs> to cast a tiny spell. Exactly. This um, is going to cost 40 tiny gold. That was six damage. Well, actually, I'm tiny, so it only dealt tiny damage, so that was one damage. <laughs> it makes sense if you don't think about it. Yep. <laughs> so, it's on the uh, metric system. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, players, do you have any questions? Nope. I don't think so. No? We're good? Okay. So then what you can expect from me as your DM, I am learning, um, and I am creating this Hi, world. Hi, I'm can... dad. <laughs> Shut up. Wow. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I am learning. Uh, and so now introducing your players, Sid and Hayden, the only players of this campaign. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, Carter has left the chat. I'll just go. Um, I'm sorry. But um, while we are playing, I am rule god. Um, so uh, if you have What's any your SoundCloud? Is, is it just at rule god? <laughs> at rule god, yep. Okay. Um, but while we are playing, I am Rule God, um, and I am final call on what uh, each rule is or whatever it is. If um, you, for any reason, um, uh, have questions about rules, wait until we're at a break or at the end of the session um, to be able to ask those questions, just because we want to make sure that the flow of the storyline continues. This is a very story-heavy campaign, so we have to make sure it flows really well. Um, the dice decide your fate, so make sure that you are honest to what the dice say. Um, I mean, we're all in close quarters here, so we can always tell if you're cheating. So just, you know, make sure that, you know, you're doing good things. And um, also Jesus is watching. Jesus is also watching, yeah. always. Something to consider every step of your, every step of your path. You know? <laughs> rule God like, and God. We are all children of Jesus. Yeah. Children of Jesus? We have to abide by his rules. Of course. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm a cleric of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you keep joking about it. One of these days, you better fucking do it. You know what's gonna happen? If you actually have a real world campaign, I'm gonna be a cleric oh, of Jesus Christ. Oh, you know I will. If you, you know, do this, you need to be you need to be a cleric of uh, uh, John of John Smith. Of John Smith. Oh no. <laughs> I am a cleric of the Latter-day Saints. Oh. Yeah! Oh, no. Um, <laughs> How um, many people can we upset? <laughs> oh, no. The Whatever your answer right. is, it's not enough. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, everyone. Everyone, all at once. Okay. Uh, so, um, if, you have, if you have the ability to make me laugh, 
uh, whatever, if you do something that makes me laugh, if you do something that follows your chaotic or lawful balance, um, or anything that I just feel is worthy, I will Ooh. grant you inspiration and advantages. Um, so keep that in mind. Wait, so if we're funny, we get, like, benefits? Oh, yeah. If you make to me degree. laugh, to degree. like, I will grant you something. In if character. I in character. become funny really fast? <laughs> in, in character funny. If right. you yeah. start slipping because you're trying too hard, like me, all the time, every day, you start getting disadvantaged, and I think that's fair. <laughs> like it has happened. puns throughout the entire <laughs> It has happened. Jinbei will remember this. Hey, those were Kay's puns. You're, you're right. <laughs> and he was, su- was supposed to be bad. Uh, so, do we have any questions about what I have said so far? No. No? We're good? Alright. Uh, moving on to the actual campaign. So, we have already discussed that this campaign will be called Tiny Adventures in the Feywilds near Baldur's Gate. It's a really long title. It's a working title. We'll, we'll get a little bit better at it. Um, as time goes on. Tiny dungeons and tiny dragons. <coughs> tiny dungeons and even tinier dragons. Um, so this will be uh, taking place... Hamster mazes and lizards? Hamster mazes oh and my what? God. <laughs> Lither. <laughs> Lither. Oh my god. Lither. It's a That's gonna be me. Tanks um. and iguanas. <laughs> nice. Burrows and... Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Different, different approach, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so this will be taking place in the Feywilds realm, or not Feywilds realm, the uh, Forgotten Realms, so in the same place as uh, Pandelver, the same place as um, Deepwater. Um, the Sword Coast Sword of Coast. the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. Exactly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and so most of the time we'll be following by their rules, um, at least to the best of our abilities. They're tiny rules. They're tiny rules. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I see what you did there, and it was clever. Um, was it? I've, I have no room to speak. <laughs> so um, so um, if you don't mind, a little bit of a story time. Um, so uh, kind of world-building concept for you guys. Uh, this will take place, or I will be reading to you the myth of the all tree. So, hell. <laughs> Gather round, children. <laughs> Story time. Stay a while. Listen. <laughs> Kid, get me my stogies. I'm about to tuck in for the night. I'm done? sorry. I'm sorry. Are you done? I'm trying to read. Diablo and Dragons. Okay. Papa needs his flask. Dungeons, Dragons, and Diablos? Dungeons, Dragons, and Diablo 3. <laughs> okay, so... Where's my Xanax? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. <coughs> uh, myth of the old tree. Um, <clears throat> the god of trees, treants, and hidden magic, Imanchian, er, <laughs> planted, se- er, planted seven trees. Oak, Ash, Apple, Hazel, Adler, Elder, and Yew. Trees that are now known for their healing qualities. He placed the seedlings on a hill, and as they grew, they intertwined, and the god blessed them with sturdy trunks and ever-growing roots. As he left the young seedlings, a great rain came, and for days after, and it, er, for days after, and it flooded the base of the hill. Every drop of rain that drenched the trees, a new tree grew elsewhere around it, creating a deep woods, 
filled with magic. This magic blessed the surrounding wildlife. Mice, lizards, rabbits, and other creatures of the forest uh, were given thoughts, words, desires, and creativity. Because of this, the tiny creatures found their way uh, to safety at the base of the all tree before magic waters made it impassable. And from there, a civilization grew and everything was good. The, as the tree grew and blossomed, life, er, life came forth from flowers, leaves, vines uh, at the top of the tree. The, magic, er, the powerful magic sprouted uh, seedlings, thornborn, and nymphs. They were clever and used the magic from the tree to create a colony led by the Council of the Seven Trees. Seven members bore families that passed down the ideals of their utopia in creating a line of balance and growth for their people. As time went on, this new life was overlooked by gods, creating life in other places around the realm. Humanoids and monstrosities alike were born, grew their cities, fought their wars, and the all tree was left untouched. Uh, er, untouched, hidden in the magic of the forest. Um, it is told, er, as it is told, uh, that only the kind of heart and protectors of the woods could ever make their way uh, into the woods without getting lost, or be able to find what the or be able to find the all tree at all. Only the chosen can make it to Deep Lake that surrounds the all tree, where its waters heal and its magic gives new life. The mist that hangs year round around or year round shrouds the mystic tree, and no humanoid has ever made it across its waters, for they fear the shadows that lurk in its deeps. Only the ever skyward branches can even be made out to even know that the all tree exists on its island, and the tiny creatures that live there are only fairy tales. Wow, thanks. Thanks. So do you guys have any questions about um, the lore so far? Um, one question. Can, Absolutely. What were the trees again? So the trees are oak, ash, Apple, Hazel, Adler, Elder, and you. The viewer. And me? Not and you, the viewers. <laughs> Shut your face. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I was here. I said, it. I said it silently, and you had to bring it out here. In front of God and everyone. I'm here to have a good time. Credit to Sid. Credit to Sid. The DM will remember this. Yeah, the DM will remember this. <laughs> Um, I so just thought of that the and the you. gif of Brian Cranston and I said me. <laughs> it reminds me. It definitely me. reminded me of like PBS uh, <laughs> thanks. It's like brought to you by the blah 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 and, and you. you. It's like and me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> I'm a tree, y'all. I'm That's a me. motherfucking tree. That's me. <laughs> okay, but for real though, yeah. do we have any questions about um the lore so far. Okay. You said it was going to be like Celtic gods? Yes. Um, so the basis of where this came from um, is Celtic mythology. Um, so uh, and heavy the, like... And the Seelie court. Yes. Like the, the Seelie, actual D&D &D fairies. Yeah. So Seelie and Unseelie court for the D&D &D, um, pantheon in this case. Um, but I don't think we have any clerics in this game. So, But if we did, they would be picking from the Seelie Court for their 
uh, deities. Um, uh, and then also, um, it can be assumed. Why are you like this? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> You're drawing, you know, you're drawing dicks, dicks on my character sheet. <laughs> Who? I'm so sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> so. Um, Anyways. Anyways. Moving on. Uh, so it can be assumed that... Um, other Feywilds in this uh, in this world um, were also created by the Seelie Court um, and Unseelie Court. Um, so there are other small creatures, um, small animal creatures, small flower creatures um, that were born of Feywilds elsewhere. Um, and so it makes sense that your characters would travel from these other Feywilds to exist. They wouldn't all be from this specific forest mm -hmm. uh, if you didn't want that. Um, and then uh, I think that is everything that I can say so far about this. Do you guys have any questions? Um, well, about the, uh, about like Celtic mythology and stuff and like that, mm -hmm. um, will clerics be pulling from one god Amantian, or will they be, be able to pull from, like, other gods? So they would be able to pull from other gods based on the... I guess uh, I'm, cu I'm curious about, like, who's present here. Yeah, so in this wood specifically, it is Amantian, um, okay. but uh, if you had a grave cleric, or if you had a cleric of, um, like, a trickster cleric, they would, f they would fall from those deities as well. Okay. Um, but like I said, I don't think I have any cleric players right now. Um, but if you were to when play I this, die in the first session, yeah. I will be. A, I will be. Well, a I was also player. curious about like who we would like reasonably have a right to expect, mm -hmm. like as a yeah. possibility. So yeah, um, everything is gonna be based on the Sealy Court because it is all Fey. Um, however, it would be reasonable to also include other like Celtic gods um if we were to play this again um okay. or anything like that but we are pulling solely from Faye. okay now Imantian mm -hmm. or or whatever his real Imantian okay Imantian Cian is the actual pre-shortened version yeah um is he part of the Seely Court or the Unseely he yes he is a member of the Seely Court he is a treant. He is yes. a very, very old Fey Prince treant. I love yes. it. Okay. Um, and other other Seelie Court members, uh, Titania and Oberon, um, and their children are the are the Fey Princes. Mm. Um, unicorn. There's like a unicorn god. Mm -hmm. There's. And the, uh, they would be the Lord of Healing. Um, and uh, it's uh, Iktiern. They're hard to pronounce. Yeah. So we would probably change that if, like, we would shorten it or something like that. Um, also, if you are Celtic and you hear us saying all these words, we're sorry. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. We're like, so sorry. Would like to formally apologize. Yeah. If we, you at least have a good Irish accent and you hear us pronouncing these words and 
feel bad hearing it. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just really like your your mythos, and I wanted to draw from it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, D&D liked it too. They drew from it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, if you needed to know, uh, Amantian is... Uh, of course, he is the god of treants, trees, and deep and hidden magic. Um, uh, his name is uh, the mean, or his name meaning is one who is slow to rouse, but is great with might when stirred to action. And his symbol is a pair of acorns. A pair what of a acorns. What a specific word. What? A, hmm? Uh. Theodore Roosevelt? <laughs> <laughs> Speak uh, softly but carry a big stick? <laughs> sure. Um, he appears as a... If you were to see this god, you so would know that he... Okay. Um, yeah, if you were to see this god, you would know that he appears as a vast treant with a well-sheen bark and his roots curled around a magic crystal fas- er, fashioned by some unnamed and unknown deity. You're, you're absolutely going to, like, describe treants, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to ask, what what is the quality of the sheen of their bark? <laughs> Just after getting that description, yes. what would you say? She got, she got some good highlighter going on. She got some nice... <laughs> oh what, you say? What, what is the sheen quality is of... She, is, she gl- is she glowing? Oh, she got... She's got that, uh... Oh, God. Just uh, the, uh, the... Hello, sisters! Like James Charles, yeah, James Charles, like highlight oh. that is chiseled, like that's that's oh. her. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Are you kidding? He's I'm a kidding. god. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he's a queen. I love him. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um. Uh, but um, you would also know that um, Imantian uh, can also call forth power that no other Sylvian deity can employ. Not even Queen Titania, or Titania. Um. So. Because of his dope boots. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. Because of his... His dope-ass shoes. Because <laughs> his roots are curled around a magic crystal. Okay. Yeah. His All right. dope boots. I mean, that's kind of like inside the foot. It's literally the ball of his feet. Because it's a sphere. Semantics. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I feel like if you got an ankle replacement and you called it a shoe, <laughs> that's kind of like the equivalent. We just talked about a tree person's makeup and highlighter a moment ago, and you're not giving me tree boots. What what kind of world are we living in right now? You know what? You're right. I'm not being fair. I'm sorry. Um, you're right. Things inside trees can be shoes. So um, For the rest of the campaign, that's how it's going to be. It's canon. Yep. At this point, um, you can you can actually tell how old a tree is by how many shoes are inside it when oh you cut my it down. God. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rings, the shoes itself. <laughs> yes, this girl's got stilettos after stilettos. <laughs> yes, it has that many feet. This one guy was just a total sneaker head. You can tell, like, yeah, you can tell this one was from the early 90s because there was some tight J's in there. <laughs> <laughs> early 2000s, I've got that, like... Fucking Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell this one wasn't allowed in malls. <laughs> it, got, it got 
kicked out of three food courts. <laughs> they kept having to send him home from school. This one had to grow up real fast. There's just a whole bunch of Converse and then like steel toe boots. And then like 2008, there were like Chinooks, and we don't talk about it. <laughs> no, and then you see all the the really sad trees that are just filled with Crocs. That's me. <laughs> That's me as a tree with shoes. <laughs> Me as a tree with shoes <laughs> is so specifically relatable that that is me. Alright, alright, it's time. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Where, where are we? No, we were talking about which, like, what shoe would you be if you were, Kayla, if you were a shoe? <laughs> Within a tree. If I was a shoe with a tree. I'd be torn oh. Crocs. You know, like the little buttons that you used to put into your Crocs, like oh, the, yeah. like little decorative oh, things. Yeah. It'd have those, but they'd all be just like black dots. Oh, tasteful, <laughs> the edgiest, tasteful um, and so subtle. So I would be full of uh, Walmart vans because that is all I can afford. <laughs> or like you know, flip flops when um the like the little plastic part that's on your feet like pulls out from the middle. That is that's called, me. That is well. called the thong. Oh yeah. <laughs> That would be a bunch of actual vans, but none of the checkered ones. What? Why not? Because I, in middle school, I honestly wore so many different vans, but none of them were the checkered ones. I had ones that were like a palm trees over a sunset that were That's really amazing. cool. Ooh. Um, like, I had all kinds of styles of them, but none of them looked like shoes that were meant to go with any outfit. Just wear them by themselves. Nice. They're all statements. Just gotta shoes. Go with Only <laughs> shoes. Just shoes. Just shoes. Just shoes. Wearing shoes. Dick um, out, just shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it really is more of a dick out kind of look. Is <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about these good shoes. Can we also talk about, we're talking about middle school My Sid. shoes on, my dick weird. out. We should, my we should style never talk about middle school Sid ever again. <laughs> hey, middle school Sid died. He's dead <laughs> That now. person no longer exists. God, that's the most relatable, like, <laughs> string of words I've heard in the world. Middle school me no longer Middle school exists. me, I shot and killed him. <laughs> like, back in the woods. Lots of, lots of uh, like, Hawk Nelson and the Eagles music. Uh, Just like, it was a mix of, it was a mix of classic dad rock and Christian alt rock. All with oh bird God. motifs in their name. Oh yeah. What's that? All with bird motifs oh, in their yeah. name. Hawk Nelson and Eagles, I did say that. <laughs> what else? Uh, them crooked vultures? What else we got? The seagulls? The seagulls? We got the seagulls. Uh, the no, monkeys? No, just seagull, not the seagull. Just seagull. Just seagull. The monkeys? <laughs> That's not a bird. The, the, the monkeys? <laughs> I'm gonna say it until someone laughs. Ha ha. Thanks. Thank you so much, Hayden. We're Block getting to You're welcome. I'm here Block for you, man. We're going to keep you on now. Oh, okay. Anyways, so um, at this we're... point, I'm not going to be giving you uh, any backstory. I get, Well, I guess... Okay, so you don't know why your characters are here yet, but I will explain later. Um, so Counting crows. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um... At session one, I will be giving um, each player a slip of paper that explains why they are at um, this place, and this place being a very tiny um, uh, tavern <gasps> inn. Yes. And it's in uh, a stump. In a stump? In, a, in an old... Uh, here, I can, I'll read it to you. <sighs> in the tavern. stump. Are there shoes in the stump? <laughs> there are not shoes in the stump. There's just like what kind of shoes am I seeing now that we're in this Everything. Um, so um, the story begins, and I will also be reading this uh, in session one as well. But um, 
In the Forgotten Realms, there, uh, deep in the Fey Wilds near Baldur's Gate, is a world, lo- uh, world of light forgotten, or rather, unseen by common folk. On a path no wider than a footprint, um, only the keen of sight would even notice the wheel treads among the grass. The dopest nat 20 perception. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, on this trail, you see, of course, these tiny wheel treads, and even smaller footprints. And uh, the trail itself leads out of the forest, but oddly enough, starts at an old tree stump. And that is where we begin. At a teeny tiny tavern and inn called Traveler's Hollow. Good. So. I like it. Nice. I hate that we brought up the shoe thing because my character actually has like noteworthy shoes, and so now from this point on, I'm just not gonna be able to be imagine any like tree without shoes now. Yeah, there's gonna be we're gonna be discussing shoes entirely too much in this campaign now. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys will be in. Uh, you guys will wake up in a tavern, um, and uh, kind of not know like. You will understand why you're there, but you won't understand why there's so many other people there. And um, that is where we will begin. Cool. Um, do you have any questions? Cool beans, you. This um, tavern must be good shit. There's okay. so many people here. We will have our objectives then, right? Yes. I will give you your objection or your objection objectives. Like our objection. objection. <laughs> um. Motivation, sorry. Yeah. Well, like you our character's motivation. Your, yeah, you'll also have your motivations. Um, chances are you're not going motivation to... Here. Yeah. yeah. You're probably not going to have motivation because... Oh. oh. What because a good phrase. Be... <laughs> what a great phrase. Um, you'll be... You'll have some be... will to live? You will... <laughs> roll, roll for motivation. <laughs> not feeling it today, sorry. <laughs> you'll be... Un- like, you start eyeing taller trees. There, Whenever you get oh. there, you'll understand why you're there, basically. Gotcha. And so that will be... You'll basically get a moment before, like, inciting action type thing, and then you'll get thrown into it by the people of this tavern. I didn't know what I n- needed to know, but I know I knew it when I needed to know it. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I understand a single word. <laughs> so you're not going to know... I knew I'd like, know it when I knew it! So... No, I can't say it yet because I haven't written them out yet. Let's talk about our people. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about your people. Um, we have varying so, degrees of preparedness of our people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I like so, six words. Because this is, of course, a homebrew campaign, um, there was a lot of stuff that I found when it came to races and things. Um, most of them were from Tumblr or D&D Beyond. Not sponsored, though would love to be sponsored. Um... <laughs> Not a sponsor, we just use their shit. Pretty much. Yeah. Please sponsor us, D&D Beyond. Keep streaming. Um, <laughs> please? Please. <laughs> please. Anyways. <laughs> P2B so, dub, please. <laughs> so, um, keep in mind, everything in this campaign, every creature, um, besides, like, the monsters and stuff like that that you will be fighting, um, are all roughly three to about ten inches tall at most. Little babies. So itty bitty, we small, we small things. Um, oh, if anyone says S M O L, um, small, I'm leaving. Small. 
<laughs> One, two, three, everyone. So my character is the smallest little. <laughs> the smallest. I am Perfect. the smallest. Now we know that we have to do it to annoy her. Small boys with an eye. Small oh, boys. Oh my gosh. Small boys. <laughs> no, it's not because I hate it. It's because everyone said it. I said it so much, and I'm just afraid that we will just fall into the small trap where we just. Won't shut up. We're gonna just start saying it ironically, and then you know, like it develops into something that's not ironic anymore. Exactly. (laughs) That's why I said that everything just needs to be like blank, tiny thing. Like it's just tiny blank, tiny. Banning the use of the word small. I'm just clenching too hard. It's fine. We can do what we want. (laughs) Using a tiny short sword against this tiny goblin. I'm gonna make a tiny Malay attack. (laughs) Malay? Malay? You're gonna make a what now? A Malay attack. I'm just. (laughs) Laying there, Malay. <laughs> I'm gonna cast a tiny cantrip. No, yeah. it's actually you're gonna run up to this Man, person right. and you're gonna take your lay off of your. Neck. I'm gonna Malay. Th- I'm <laughs> gonna, gonna lay them with lay my lay. Them with your Malay. That's right, and, and they're gonna get around their neck, and, and they're gonna, they're gonna, gonna get laid. Of flowers. That's enough. <laughs> yep. Thanks. I okay. S- I said it, and then you stopped me. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Of course, like I said, um, a lot of these races that we're doing um, were found on either Tumblr or on D&D, uh, D&D Beyond, um, or I made them up. Um, so we have Mouse Folk, we have Gecko Born, Mushrooms, <laughs> uh, and then I don't think anyone has chosen these, but we have Lamaxi, which um, are snail people. Um, seedlings and different types of nymphs as playable uh, characters or playable races. For this game. Um, That's nymphy. Ha! Wow. Good. Good. That was a good one. I uh, seedling. What you did there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So those are our playable races. Um which you guys have the whole PDF and stuff like that. Um, we have chosen. And you have chosen. Um, chances are I will probably be posting um, all of this once we are done with all of it. Um, if I get an okay. On the internet. Posting it on the internet, probably putting it on our Patreon if you are interested. Um, so, that's that. Um, and then... We get on to uh, what you guys are going to do. So, go ahead. Have fun. Uh, I will go first. Uh, I am playing a mushroom fighter. Um, mushrooms are not particularly good at being fighters, um, as they are small, thin mushroom people, and they have increased intelligence and wisdom. And I'm going to be... We're starting at level three, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be the samurai subclass. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to be a far traveler, if that matters. That's my background. Yeah. You said far traveler is your background? Yeah, yeah, Because that's kind of their backstory, is they just were mushrooms that decided to be alive and just got up and started roaming. They left the Underdark and did their own little thing. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Love the initiative. The get up and go. This mm-hmm. whole character process came from the pun mushroonin. <laughs> so now I am a mushroom samurai. 
Gosh, that's good. Right? <laughs> it's so, so good. So good. Okay. And my name's Mugen. <laughs> Mugen. Talking about that all afternoon. Yep. How do you spell it? M-O- M-U-G-E-N. Oh, wait, you really are? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. Dice game Mugen. M-U-G-E-N, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then uh, I guess next up on the couch would be Carter. That is me. Yes. So, so. Um, just to clarify real quick. Um, no, you can go ahead and tell him. It's fine. Go ahead. Oh, explain. You're fine. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well... I'm playing a little gecko-born boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a barbarian. Mm-hmm. His name is going to be Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Gottlieb? Can you yeah. spell it? G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. Gottlieb the gecko. Gottlieb the I gecko. I it's really good. It's a good one. That's okay. a good one. Um, so, uh, basically, if uh, your race is flavored to be a, a small lizard... Um, so what traits will you be using from the traits that I gave you? you like, are you going to be a cult? Like, are your traits going to be cobalt, lizard folk, or dragonborn? Oh, that's right. I think you said lizard folk is what you told me earlier. That sounds accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, oh, that's right, because I was like, no, I don't want to flavor it like uh, dragonborn because it's a lizard. Yeah. It is a lizard. It is a lizard. So it's going to be a lizard born. Okay. So then, Lizard who eats uh, strange things. Yes. And so he's got high... I, I just love that he has high con because he just eats shit. Yeah. I can I can attest to that because of my Noki mistake last week. <laughs> <laughs> and your uh, smelling of freshly uh, not totally finished brewing beer. Oh, no! <laughs> we gotta talk about... Do we have to talk about that? No. No. Okay. But, um... I almost killed myself. Melted his brain with alcohol. Yep. And so, um, real quick, would like to add um, lizard folk stats. Lizard folk stats uh, I found online, and so those are the ones that we will be using. For, it's the Volus Guide ones. Yeah, it is the Volus Guide yeah. ones. So yeah, um, using the stats for Volus Guide for our Gecko Born uh, race. And then um, you said you were going to be a barbarian. Yes. Um. So uh, we will be starting at level three. So uh, what? subclass would you be getting? Um, I believe the plan was to use the one in player's handbook that was not Berserker. That is Totem. totem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let me back, get back over to it. It's right here. It is not, there is not a lizard Totem and that makes me sad. I wanted like a fucking alligator Totem. I don't can, Let's find you a homebrew of an alligator Totem if we by can Monday. Workshop we'll that. that. I'd love it to death but if not I will pick something okay. else in here. So then, um, your totem will be determined yes. uh, later, which is fine. Uh-huh. But totem, um, regardless. Yes. And then, uh, did you have a background that you wanted for your character yet, or is that something that we will be discussing later as well? It is something we'll be discussing later. Sounds good. Because I'm a prepared boy. That's fine. In some ways. We got it. I showed up. That's half the battle. You did. And next up will be Hayden on the couch. All right. I'm playing as a nymph. Mm-hmm. Uh, the class I was floating didn't do the druid. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with the nymph, there's, like, the sub-category mm-hmm. things. You're right. And then I don't know how to pronounce its official name, but it's the flower ones. Right. 
So, um, in the homebrew uh, that I found, there were different qualific or different classifications uh, or subclasses of the nymph, um, which I also found on D and D Beyond. And um, this specific one was a soul flower nymph. And um, what they do as like as a special thing for this uh, race, um, they have the ability to, as an action. Uh, freely use uh, what they coined as pollinate and depending on what type of flower you are it's uh, casts a uh, in quote air quotes spell of a 15, uh, 15 in this case inch uh, cone of a different type of um, plant pollen and that causes different outcomes so um, like if you did wolfsbane, it would poison you. Or if you did, um, oh, it's that type of tea. It starts with a C H. Chamomile. There we go. If you did chamomile, it would cause two levels of exhaustion or something like that. Um, and it has different ones for each type of flower that you had the uh, ability to be. So, what kind of flower did you decide you wanted to be? Rose. You wanted to be a rose? And, like, if I look into, like, the physical, like, just looking at it aspect, a white mm -hmm. rose. But oh, I, it doesn't matter much in the, uh, I guess. Yeah. No, it's perfect. And then, um, I'm gonna scoot on down to the bottom of the thing, and that means that you would be able to cast Charm, um, in a 15-inch cone, and, uh, for that, it would be a Wisdom save to be able to counteract against it. So whoever you are blasting that at um, would have to make a wisdom saving throw against your pollination thing. So. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to add about your characters? While we're on that, like like flavor. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to go super deep into it. Um, but uh, you can if you want. Um, besides that, he's chaotic good and comes from a big family of of rough and rowdy boys. Mm -hmm. uh, that's about all I got on him. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm I'm a roaming samurai who carries a really big anime style sword. Oh my god! But it's made of wood. Do you know what they call uh, those sticks? Do you know what uh, you would be leaning towards in alignment? Not that it really matters. Uh, chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Okay. Just kidding. It does matter. Has issues with authority. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. That's um, the worst alignment to have problems with. Authority. You don't have to have you don't have to have this yet, because I know we just started on yours. Um, but is there like a thing that you would like to play as when it comes to your alignment as well? Um what I've got going on in my head, I don't know, maybe more floating towards like the maybe like lawful neutral. Okay. Something like that. That's I might balance. go back up into the, like, good 
area, but definitely nothing in like evil or like chaotic neutral. Nah. Oh, you're gonna be our babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Okay. That sounds great, guys. We're okay. gonna roll some numbers. Yeah, you guys are good to go for rolling numbers. So um, I'm giving you the option of either doing point by if you want. Um, or you can go ahead and roll uh, four d6s, and then you uh, take away the lowest of your roll. Um, Hayden, if you need some d6s, I have some, or we can get the bag of holding and get yeah. some. Yeah, we all got we all got okay. dice. And then I've also got d6s over here as well. Here, I'm just give you mine that I have. Oh, I got it. You got it? Yeah. Okay. I still have a bunch set aside for my <coughs> rogue. Uh, and now, enjoy the next three minutes of audio hell. Yeah. <laughs> Arrested for YouTube crimes. You can, like, make this into Avis more. <laughs> and now. Alright, so then go ahead and announce um, your roles as well. Our numbers as we get them? Yeah, your numbers as you get them. Are we doing seven times? Or six? Seven. So I'm doing seven and then throwing out the lowest. Yeah. Okay. So roll forty sixes and then you take the lowest one out. So it's going to be the three highest numbers together. And, and then, then you can choose what stat they go to after you roll all the numbers. So you're rolling. If you don't mind, please let me know what you roll as you're rolling it, just that way I can keep notes of your numbers as well. So I do this six different times. Seven. Seven, Seven different times. Yeah, you yes. can drop the lowest total one. Okay. Hold on a second. We roll. We roll. Um, four d sixes. Four d sixes, and then we take three. Yes, yeah. three of the highest ones. Oh, so you can't get more than an eighteen? Yeah, eighteens are highest. Okay. Okay. Then your highest would be a 24. Right. Oh, wait. That I just rolled 13. That is a, yeah, that's old. Alright, so what did you get, Payton? 13. You got 13 as one of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 14. You got a 14, Sid? Uh, I don't know. I got a 10. Carter got a 10? I yeah. just got 17. Okay. I got a 12. Okay. I got a 12. You got a 12? Okay. I got 15. Oh, Jesus. Three, okay. four, what did you five, get? Six, seven. <coughs> you got seven? I got a seven. Yikes. Oh, no. Okay. Guess who's going to be making poor decisions with my seven <laughs> wisdom? <laughs> oh, shit. I just got an 11. 11? Got a 13. Carter got a 13? I got a 13. I got a 13. That seven's probably going to drop, though. Yeah. I just got a 12. You got a 12? I also got a 12. Wow. Okay. That's an 11. Okay. I just got an 8. An 8? Not bad. Another 12. I'm just... No! That's another 12. This is what I want. I'm just horribly average. Oh, Jesus. I yeah. got a 7. And, and that's a it. 7. Okay. So, Hayden, your numbers are 13, 17, 15, 11, 12, 8, and 7. Feel free to take um, one of those away. So I can take the lowest one out. Mm-hmm. I got another 11. You got another I 11? also got an 11. Okay. Good. That's a great... 14 and is a great strength number. And now my last roll. Please. Please, Jesus Christ, superstar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Superstar. What the fuck? <sighs> eh. 11. An 11? Okay. 
So Sid, I have your numbers written out as 14, 12, 7, 13, 11, 12, and 11. Yes. Okay. And so you'll be taking out your 7, right? Yeah, I am wonderfully average. You were talking so hard about min-maxing if you did point by. And oh, no, no, no. I was talking about how bad mine would be if I did point by. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted that. Oh, no, 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 because mushrooms have no strength modifiers. Okay. And then, Carter, uh, I have you down as 10, 12, 13, 12, 12, 11, 11. Yes. Okay, so do you want to take out uh, that 10? Yeah. Okay. And then um, feel free to put those in whatever category you want. Um, just let me know um, what that will be as you're putting them away. One. So, uh, in your... Uh, strength, constitution, wisdom, uh, dexterity. Uh, Plug them in. Is there like a list where I can see all the different ones? Yes. yes. Here, um, let me give you a little bit of format. Because this is how I format my page. And I've got the scores oh, right there. Yeah. Also, strength, dex, intelligence, wisdom, con, charisma. We don't use... Um, uh, what is it called? Like player handout pages? Oh, uh... Character sheets, character like the, sheets. the D&D character sheets. Yeah. Intelligence? Yeah. We don't use uh, character sheets because we just have journals. Um, that Carter does sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I like using okay, character sheets. Okay, I've used one of those before. Yeah. yeah. I, this is just how I format mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just so that way we can arrange it to where, uh, in the ways that we like it, so um, we can make things a little bit smoother whenever we're in gameplay. Yeah. I've actually done it three different ways. So the first time I did it, I just used the stock... Uh, character sheet, and after that, I used a PDF of the character sheet, like a form fillable kind, um, and I was miserable. I don't like using computers during D and D. And then after that, I took a notebook and used like three or four different pages, and I have like the general info on the first page, and then all pro all relevant combat info on the second page, and then inventory on the third. And I think that works out the best for me. But everyone can do it a little bit differently, and having all of it on like two different sheets because the D and D character sheets are pretty dense mm -hmm. and they're good and then um it's like someone I'm, got paid to make them or something yeah <laughs> whenever i'm playing uh a, a, whenever i'm playing a character um i usually have a full like notebook of um information that i write out for myself with a table of contents on the first page um and all that kind of good stuff so that way i know exactly how organized all my things are yeah, we like to go shopping for, for cute notebooks. Yeah. Based on our characters. The week before the uh, campaign starts or something. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and so, Hayden, for a druid, druids need high wisdom and then either dex or con for next highest. Because dexterity determines your armor class and constitution determines your hit points. And constitution also helps you keep your spells going. Okay. So those would be your two highest. Um, so, so what did you put your numbers in? Alright, I have a strength 14, dex 13, uh, intelligence 14. These are post uh, race modifiers. Okay. Um, wisdom 12, constitution 12, and charisma 11. So I've got a plus one to most things, except charisma. Did you say did you say a high wisdom or high intelligence? Wisdom. Wis okay, so I did hear you. Right. Yeah. 
only wizards use intelligence, really. Um, it, they're like there are skills that go with intelligence, like Arcana, history, investigation, nature, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like your spells will be based off of your wisdom score, mm-hmm. as with perception and stuff like that. I've got mine all filled out. Cool. Cool. Um, and like druids also have an ability that they have a spell called Shillelagh that makes it so their weapon attacks are based off their wisdom too. So they can they can get around without much strength or dexterity, but the dexterity helps armor and stuff. What is that? Oh, okay, my my AC is fourteen. Counting my shields. Your AC is 14? Yeah, counting shield. Okay. <clears throat> and then, um, course you guys can either let me know what your numbers are or we can wait as well off screen i can go ahead and let you know what mine are okay um for strength i've gotten 11 okay dexterity 13 intelligence 8 wisdom 17 charisma 12 and constitution 15 okay and do you know what your race modifiers are Okay, so I have your race sheet right up here. And those will add some numbers. Yep. You rolled a 17? Yes, I did. Yo, that's not fair. That was one of my, that was, okay. that was my second roll. <clears throat> so because you are going to be in, how would you pronounce this? Uh. Elisettes? An um, Alcides. An Alcides nymph? There we go. So we're going to call it an Alcides nymph. If, Something like that. If it's not correct. Sorry. Oops. The flower one. Yep. So Alcides nymphs get a uh, plus one to. Plus two to charisma. I think all nymphs get charisma. Is that so? Oh no. It's plus one to wisdom. And. <clears throat> excuse me, that was gross. And as a nymph in general, you get plus two to charisma. Nice. And so you will add those modifiers, and those will be your... So add it to, like, the main number that I already mm-hmm. had? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm proficient in all those strength saves that will never happen. Also, your um, character size, Hayden, will be between three and four inches tall. Nice. So you will probably be the shortest of our group. Oh, there's nothing different from how it actually is. You're absolutely <laughs> nice. correct. And then, um, I think I'm about six inches tall. Yeah. So um, you will be, uh, Sid, your mushroom traits um, are going to be an intelligence score increase by two and wisdom increase by one. I got it. He's a brainy fuck. And your size will be somewhere between five to eight inches tall. Yep. Actually, I lied. I'm changing that uh, to... Um, four to seven inches tall, just because... So it's like six inches. That's fine. Um, just because uh, you do get an ability that gets you to grow, and so yeah. um, that is a thing that... For like 1d4 turns. Yep. 
Is that an action or a bonus action? To grow? Mm -hmm. For you to grow, it will be... It's the nutrients one. Nutrients? Um, so using an action, you absorb the nutrients from the er, in the ground and become 12 inches tall. This transformation lasts for 1D so, rounds. So it's as an action? <clears throat> yes. Cool. Um, and your constitution is raised to 20 whenever you are in your large state. And strength. And, yes, your constitution and strength whenever you're in your large state. And then your movement speed increases to 40 inches. And then you must complete a, a short or a long rest before you can use this ability again. And then also you get our proficient in nature and survival skills. Mm -hmm. And you knows, or you knows, uh, you knows, you know, uh, toxic spray, or not toxic spray, poison spray, but poison spray is a cantrip, but it's called toxic spores yeah. for flavor. Um, uh, also, Hayden, so you want to put the skills down I have them sorted out in based on what ability modifier they use mm -hmm. um, but just if you want to make a list of the the skills those are like whatever you're trying to do an action outside of combat um, she'll have you roll a d20 and you can add whatever modifier you have to that skill to that roll so just like these are both of these uh, both rows of those yeah I'm just gonna copy the way you have this set up. Yeah. I have it. I have it ordered by like I have them separated in groups by what the modifier is because mm -hmm. they they're all based off of uh, one of your one of your ability scores. Mm -hmm. And then um, nymphs uh, don't need to sleep. They meditate instead of sleeping, just like um, what an elf would do. Um, and so they need like four hours a day. Um, the common word uh, for such meditation would be considered trance, which is what elves do. Um, you are able to communicate with trees, bushes, flowers, and rivers as if they were beasts. Um, and so if you wanted to, um, like, talk to a, like, a, like a tree or something like that, you would basically roll an animal handling or in nature, depending on what you have proficiency in, and I'll allow you to choose. Um, and uh, depending on what that is, uh, you would be able to understand. They don't have words, but you would be able to understand their um, basic needs, desires, traumas, and fears. Hmm. And then... Uh, do you want to know what languages you speak, or? Oh yes. Okay, so the languages that you can speak as a nymph, uh, you can speak, write, and read in common, Sylvian, and then um, one other language that is spoken by your quote-unquote mortal parent, um, and then your mortal parent would probably be like a seedling, would probably be what it is, so. But I'll let you just choose a language um, that you want. Are languages going to come up too much? I don't think so. Most of everyone in the campaign will be speaking common. Um, and that will pretty much be about it. Okay. For this for this campaign, at least. Um, this place, or the entire campaign takes place um, 
uh, basically within like a mile radius of where you start. Gotcha. So Which is a lot for teeny tiny people. It is a lot for teeny tiny people. Um, and so, uh, you know, that'll be a that'll be a thing. Uh, Do you have any questions regarding your lizard folk um, stoof? Well, I have my resources for it. Um, I see my modifier, my racial modifiers, so I'll get a plus two in dex and a plus one in wisdom. And mm -hmm. um, uh, that's a weird one. On this one, dude. Wait, are you looking board? at? Are you looking at the D and D five E? Yes. Lizard folk traits. Yes. What is the ability score for it? So the one that I found is your constitution score is increased by two. Yeah, your constitution is oh, increased by two. Oh, I'm sorry. And your wisdom is oh, increased by one. I just straight up wrote it on the wrong thing. I catch. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. No, I it's, it's con and wisdom. Mm -hmm. Well, that was their big thing. Was like, hey, these guys are good at being clerics. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ten. It's really late. Guys, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm it's, so, it's, so it's so late. late. Yeah. I totally don't stay up until four o'clock every day. Literally. Um, um, also, I love that one of the things that you have is alien minds. Yeah. I can do arts and crafts out of things I kill, and then... Yes. Yeah. I love that I can hold my breath for 15 minutes. I'm just gonna creep you guys out and do that. <laughs> just sink into water. Just stare, Just making eye contact and just sink down. And just not appear for my like 10 minutes. My swim speed is the same as my walking speed, so that's cool. That's yeah. dope. Um, there are things like uh, cold and calculating. Mm-hmm. Um, You're deciding if you want to eat us or not. Yeah, th there's something in here about, like, they they look at, um, they look at other uh, humanoids with, like, pity almost, because mm -hmm. they're so indifferent towards them. Is that going to play into it whenever we're all just kind of, we're, like, in, in the role I mean, play, we're all awakened animals, right? Yeah. So, it makes absolute sense that you would look at a mouse folk and go, oh. I could eat you. <laughs> like, yeah, you're a gecko or a chameleon, but there are other lizards that eat mice. And so, like, because you are a descendant of that, it would also make sense that you're like, I could eat you if I wanted. Oh, the hapless soft ones. There yeah, the hapless also. soft ones. I, oof. Oh, and then also your um, size would be something like, yours is very condensed because... Uh -huh. It says that your size is medium in the thing, or in the. They're a little taller than traits. humans, so they're probably the tall side. Yeah, and so you, got, or you would actually be like, yeah, like five to seven inches tall. Okay. I'm. Oh wait, no, because that means that you would be able to like be seven feet tall. So no, I'd probably say like four to six inches uh, tall. They can be seven feet tall. Unless yeah. it says that they are, um, they have colorful frills that make them appear larger, but they are 
like just slightly taller than humans. Not by a whole foot. Uh, four foot nine plus twenty inches would be would get you to how tall. Give me, give me a damn minute, dude. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Let's inches, see. damn it. Four times twelve is... No, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, like six five. Six five? Yeah. Okay. So six, six five is the tallest. Okay, so yeah. Then like six and a half inches tall. Well, I mean six five is... One inch short of six and a half. Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying like my character is that. No. Like that's medium. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. And then. I think that's. You about... are six and three eighths inches tall. I just have a huge thing about how I wish uh, feet were ten base. I think inches are bullshit. <laughs> like as as an engineer. I think inches are bullshit, and yeah. it makes me really mad that feet aren't ten base. It's stupid, and I hate it so, so, so much. Because if they if they were ten base, then they'd be a system that made sense. Yep. That so, the world already uses. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. So now that we have rolled, we've talked about racing class gists. Um, when oh, it comes to if I could say one thing. Yeah, go ahead. The reason that I was like hesitant or like getting clarification on hapless and whatever. Like how weird lizard folk are about humanoids, is because I hate role playing racism. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. If if I could just drop that, may I? You can. Okay. Yeah. But um, I will let you know it's not in racism um, that you would be feeling this way. It would be because you are a natural predator that eats crickets and other insects. So you know that there are other lizard things out there that eat mice and other things uh, for breakfast. Yeah, it reads as you see them as like, oh, I feel bad for these things because they don't have sharp teeth and hardened skin like I do. Okay, that's another take on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the hapless, the hapless soft ones. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's not race uh, based. It's hey, um, they're just not lizards, so they might be in danger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I dig that. I dig that. Okay. Yeah. So that's what your that's what your list avoids. It's more of a barbarian is. mindset. Now that I look yeah. at it, it, like it fits the barbarian. Hmm, they are not trained. They are soft. <laughs> they should be strong like me. There, <laughs> there's just so much like, um, in what is it like a a whole bunch of like different places where just where people write in like casual racism into like fantasy settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I'm the Tolkien esque racism. I yeah. just like. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> I don't like. It's not yeah. necessary. So, I love yeah. me some Lord of the Rings, but I just don't want to role play that. Yeah. yeah. So um, this will be, uh, like I said, um, a couple of days ago. Whenever um, we were doing the outro for the last episode of the previous campaign, um, I said that this was going to be a um, political intrigue based campaign. That's the right word, right? Political yeah. intrigue. Um, and so it's it's not going to deal with race like almost at all. It's mostly class. Nice. Um, and uh, basically the downfall of capital. No, okay. Um, <laughs> but kind of. Not really. 
kind of. Anyways. And the fate of the world. And the fate of this small, small world. <laughs> um, and uh, so this will be a very uh, talk-heavy campaign. Um, We'd be rolling and playing. Some real AM radio shit. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Welcome to the Pretend to be Wizards radio show. Yes. Or in modern terms, podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking right. Um, and um, so keep that in mind um, as we get closer to playing. Um, like, of course, there are some like encounters and stuff like that. You are little tiny creatures, and uh, you have a lot to fear in this uh, little tiny world as little tiny creatures. Um, birds and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally birds and shit. Um, <laughs> and shit? Oh no! And, and shit. <laughs> yes. Birds and, and shit and shit. bird shit. <laughs> it could be like aerial bombs, like in like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh jeez. With, with the raindrops, but it's a bunch of bird shit. Yes. Dude, you know how like bees go to flowers to like pollinate and stuff? Yeah. Do they do that with like flower nymphs? Um, Am I going to have to run away from bees? I will let you decide. <laughs> if you want to... You had a bad experience with a bee one time. If you had a bad <laughs> experience with bees, and you want to keep that in your flavor, do it, man. <laughs> All right. Um, that's precious, it's and like, I love it. So my fucking, like, my entire family, we all have, like, a... A, 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 a bee like anti-zone where it's like oh fuck there's a bee guys you learn really intense fire magic at threat of bees yeah. <laughs> like hey there's there's a bee nearby your hands ignite bees bees <laughs> where <laughs> I, I'm just gonna pretend that Mugen is under the impression that he might be poisonous but he's not he doesn't know himself if he is that's precious it's like I'm not gonna let myself get bit by anything, but I might be poisonous. Who knows? No one fucking knows. Um, oh. Someone asked him one time and he didn't have an answer, and so now he's just like, he's just like under the impression, yeah, mushrooms are sometimes poisonous. I could be poisonous. Maybe I'm a poisonous mushroom. It's like this healing is like an entire like self-discovery journey. Yeah. It, like discovering his true inner self, like, am I poisonous? But he discovers he's poisonous, like, oh fuck, I'm poisonous. This is not that, who I am. But this he's like, but I gotta accept, it's like your journey of self-acceptance. <laughs> this is part of me, but it's not who I am. This is... It doesn't define me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a movement's journey. I'm glad we've mapped this out right now. <laughs> Um, the subplot, Mugen's journey. <laughs> uh, let's see. When it comes to equipment, um, you can either keep the equipment that comes with your background and class. Um, feel free to do that, or um, just let me know if you want to uh, trade it out for gold and get specific things. Um, of course, all of your weapons and things will be modified, and I'll explain in our campaign what that means. Um, so, like, for They're example, all gonna be Flintstones-style uh, actual animal slaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Carter's wield a praying up. mantis as my weapon. Carter's it's a living. <laughs> like, I, I fear bees, but I, I slayed one once, and I now use it Your scimitar as a stinger. <laughs> yes! That is something that I would probably allow. Um... But, like, if you got a rapier or something like that, 
Um, it is absolutely 100% a hand sewing needle that you put, oh my like, God. a little hand guard on. Dude, that'd be put so cute. Put a hilt on. No, you just hold it in the loop. Oh, right! Yeah, because yeah, there's got a, a It's got a hand needle. guard. Yeah. yeah. You're right. My bad. Good. Just put, like, some padding on it because, you know, it gets a little annoying to hold sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, wrap I think a, like, I gotta be samurai leaf. style, though, and I made my own sword, so I have, like, an actual, like, wooden sword mm-hmm. that's, like, five inches tall. Yep. And then, um, is there any other, uh, starting things we need to talk about? Just because you said needle, um, would it really be, like, found human stuff if it's, like, in an insular enchanted forest? Um, so, as I said earlier, um, like, there are some things that are absolutely probably made by you guys or by other small creatures, but it would absolutely make sense that you, you know, might be from a another village or something like that that is, like, at the foot of a, you know, merchant, uh, you know, tent or something like that out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, and so that's where you get all of these tiny human things that you've adapted into... Um, stuff like that. And I'm uh, absolutely 100% uh, percent okay with that. Um, I do know that um, there's a lot of things whenever you guys get uh, to the all tree um, that you will probably question and go, well, wait, if these people have been in isolation for so long, why, why do they have these things? Or why do they, you know, this kind of thing. Um, and the answer is birds. The answer is, don't fucking worry about it. Yeah, the answer... uh, No, I respect that. (laughs) No questioning allowed. Yeah. Um, The answer is, we'll be doing something else in four weeks. Don't don't ask. It'd just be like that sometimes. Yeah, birds. Or birds. Birds is always the answer, because they can fly. Yep. Bird bird is so far-reaching in D&D, because, like, there's, like, deity-level birds called rock that just can level mountains. Like, oh, yeah. That's That's something that normal people in full-size world say, like, oh, where did that come from? The fucking bird dropped it. It's wild, man. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Um, so if you guys, uh, do you guys have any questions or anything like that? Question about comments, concerns. Yeah. I'm good. You're good? Um, did I tell you my stats? Yes, I think okay. you did. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's right, because we talked about how bad I am at remembering my modifiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and A recurring then, theme. Yes. And then, of course, we will be playing on Monday. So um, you guys have the weekend to be able to get your backstories to me. Um, preferably as soon as possible, so that way I can go ahead and create your hooks and stuff like that as well, since each of you will have an individual... Um, hook for this campaign. Or an individualized hook. And we'll definitely still be talking about this after we turn off this podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But until then, um, we are pretending to be wizards. Uh, Thank you for joining us on our uh, Session Zero podcast. And they all lived happily ever after. Yeah. The end. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.